0: Welcome to the podcast, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, thank you for having us. So, are we going to say something? I was (laughs) going to
1: say thanks, but I'm not sure yet. So we'll see at the end if I thank you for this. (laughs) See where this goes.
0: So The purpose of this episode is because being married to a realtor can be pretty challenging. Amazing. I'm the realtor in my relationship, so I know. I'm not saying anything bad about you because I am the you Mm -hmm. in my relationship. Poor Diego. Uh, (laughs) And so I know that you guys have been together for quite a while now, right? How long?
1: We have been together for 22 years. Married. We just celebrated 17 years of marriage in May.
0: Congratulations. What date in May?
1: The day before my brother. <laughs> 21st. Full. <boom. laughs>
0: You're the 21st and he's the 22nd. It's actually
1: You're the, the 20th. day after we're the 21st. Uh, oh, he's the 20th. Yeah, he's the 20th. We're the 21st. I
2: had to like... That's how I know remember. my
1: anniversary is coming when I see his wife post a happy anniversary <laughs> the day before. And I'm like, oh, sh- better get my shit together. <laughs> it's tomorrow.
0: So I'm thinking that you guys have had quite the successful relationship, which successful does not mean perfect. Mm-hmm. But maybe some other people who are in relationships with realtors will benefit from some of the challenges you've overcome and maybe the practices that you use to work through this amazing realtor life.
1: Yes, I think a lot of people can can learn from it as we continue to learn. Oh, yes. it's totally. if If you stop learning then, or trying or figuring it out, then it just gets, I think, stale, bad, ugly, boring, all of those things, so. Yeah, you definitely
0: have to choose someone who's willing to do the work because you constantly have to do the work forever and ever.
1: You really do. It's, you know, the old idea of, like, the hunt it, from the male side, the hunt of the bride, and then you get the bride, and then you want to put your bride as, like, your trophy. Like, your, it's completed. Your peachy bride. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? And then it's <laughs> then it's over. Like, we did it. That's the beginning of forever. Yeah. And if you stop there, then it's just not good for anybody involved. That's my take.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, and as humans, like, we're always changing. So it's either choosing to change together or I mean, that's like when people start to go down different paths and it's like, okay, let's, um, let's take a time out and figure out what's going on because, yeah, that's, yeah, I was
0: actually, I was just thinking about you too today because I've been thinking about this podcast and I was thinking about how in today's age, a lot of couples wait until they're older to get married. And I'm thinking that's so hard because you've already developed all these habits mm-hmm. and all these things. But I'm like, it's probably just as hard because now you're developing that you're in the relationship developing and changing the same way that these single people have. And it's probably equally challenging.
2: Yeah. Well, that's the same. Like, like if you, you know, you're not the same person you were in high school. and yeah. It's the same type of thing. We're not the same people we were when we got married. Well, yeah. yeah changed so much. I mean, we've been married 17 years, with three kids, three dogs, two cats, and a partridge in a pear tree. So, <laughs> you know, you add all of that in. And it's a lot. It's a lot. So you, I mean, you have to change and evolve and figure it out. And then a career where it never stops. It's, um,
0: yeah. We'll so let's start time. from the beginning. Okay. How did you guys meet? How did your love story begin? Yeah, Mr. Smith, how did it begin?
1: It began with a lot of jealousy. (laughs) No. Uh, (laughs) um, It began in high school. Well, for me, I guess from my angle, it began in high school or the year after I was out of high school. So we're talking 2000, 2001. Yeah. So it had to be 2000. Yeah. a long time ago. Um, We were in kind of the same circle um, and knew each other then um i was friends with her boyfriend at that time in high school and her friends were around and so it was like it was like a group of us kind of always maybe six seven eight people you know we always kind of hung out and then they broke up and then uh i saw her alone one night (laughs) (laughs) that was that was that was a bad way to describe that but I ran it's into her. you hunted me? <laughs> I hunted her down <laughs> not started. I, I hunted her down at the at the Seven Eleven, and uh there she was and I was like that's it she's not going anywhere else ever again. You
2: All know? because of a slurpee. <sighs> <laughs> I thought
1: it was more because of the milkshake. <laughs>
2: um
1: no I just I I don't know, I was just I was infatuated with her and uh then we just started kind of hanging out from there and Her her work schedule at that time, if I'm correct, wow, this is gonna be good if I could pull this off. Was that she worked at a call center? I did. Yeah, and her work schedule was like one to nine or two to ten p.m. And I was working at Domino's Pizza at the time, and I worked nights as well. So it kind of lined up, um, so we could see each other. And we just we were friends. We were friends for a long time, like
0: too long.
1: Too long, man. She friend zoned me right away. I did.
0: That's why it lasted twenty years. And I and she I really given it up on l- day one. Looking
1: I would have left. You're oh, right. That's true. I would have captured so it. So would she? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was probably the best line you've ever said to me. Um was so Yeah. Good, Mark. I would have been the 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 game would have been over, right? But she she was like so true to who she was at that time. And we just started hanging out more and more and like, we became friends. And then I just fell in love with her and I was like, dang it. Like, I remember her coming to my apartment, um, in Lodi. So she would drive 45 minutes away in the middle of the night. It took like, me like 30. Well, she drives fast. Like a crazy, <laughs> she drives like a crazy but still like, it's a while. I don't even think her cars come with brakes. Like, it's...
2: You don't need them. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> if everyone just gets out of your way, you don't. So anyway,
1: um, yeah, she would come out there and, like, she would spend the night in my apartment. And we would just hang out and, like, still friend-zoned for hell long. And we just created, like, this bond and relationship. And then once she finally, like, once I broke down all of the resistance, all of the barriers that she had put up, um, I was, I didn't know that at the time, but we were 19, right, nineteen twenty most I became a professional at handling objections through her (laughs) she (laughs) threw every single one of them at me and um who knew it would be so fitting for for my career but yeah and then finally we just we became like a, a couple I guess boyfriend girlfriend and it was like there's just nobody else like I I don't know I was done then like 20 years old I'm like holy crap I found her Man, and I think you're still infatuated. Right I right am. Now. I 22 years <laughs> based later,
0: based on my observations. <laughs> oh, you're so cute.
1: <sighs> it's bad. I'm telling <laughs> you. I should probably see somebody.
0: It's good though,
1: too. It it is good because it's still the same. Like that fire that was there at 20 is. I'm 40 now, and it's still there. Like, it's still really, really there. So, for me, it was. You know, I just. I knew then. I saw in her who she could be. And I don't think she did, and so I was like, I bought the stock way low, way low. Like I stole oh, wow. that, yeah. And then it just skyrocketed. Now she's like Amazon. <laughs> oh man, yeah. That, but that was my th- that was like my thought process is like she's amazing, and I don't know if she knows it yet. And if she figures it out before I put a ring on it, she's probably gonna find somebody that matches that. And I didn't match it. at that time. I was just, 20 year old punk guy. Like, I didn't match it at all. And so I just like, Shit, I better put a ring on this one. And
0: so age 19. I know a lot happened between then and when you actually got into real estate. Yeah. We can skip all those years because we don't have right. time to talk about 22 years. I could be here for four hours. Years. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but when Nick first got into real estate, well, I should ask both of you. I'll ask Diana first. Mm-hmm. We just listened to you talk for a while. <laughs> without your infatuation, I actually might call someone. You're right, babe.
2: <sighs> yeah,
1: I think I'm perfect.
0: <laughs> okay. When he first got into real estate, I know that building the business is hard. You don't have income right away either, so that in itself is a stress. What were things like for you guys in your relationship at that time? Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, so
2: he was doing flooring, and um, I think most people are aware of the lovely housing crash. Um <laughs> I had to no. I was pregnant with our middle one, so this is like 12 13 13 years ago, and he like came home and basically was laid off, and there was just no more work. Everything was stopped.
1: Can you and just add that it was by my dad? <laughs> I was going to say laid <laughs> off yeah. by his dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There and was it wasn't nothing. like a, it wasn't obviously. He it wasn't, wasn't happy bad. About like about I it. think they
2: I tried know. to keep it going as long as they could, it but they just you know yeah. it was a really rough time. Obviously, nothing we've ever seen before, and then. I was pregnant had a toddler and on maternity leave something crazy you know like and he's like okay well i i I really want to go into real estate and i think my jaw hit the floor like uh we might lose our house (laughs) like what (laughs) that's such a random thing so um but i just trusted that okay like here we go let's try whatever um but it was rough it was he had three other jobs besides real estate two other jobs besides real estate um I we were on I was on WIC with when the baby was born like you know it it was crazy I I mean it was just such a hard hard time we had nothing and uh yeah I was like that for probably a couple of years and then it started to get a little better and more experience and all of that and I mean he was just never home just got to work and
0: figure it out
1: I feel like that was such a sugar-coated version of how it (laughs) happened, right? Give us the explicit version. She was going to fucking kill me. (laughs) 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 No, it was so prefaced by saying at 14, she ran her house. She paid bills. She grocery shopped. She was in charge of the home at 14 and she knew that every other week, there was going to be income coming into her house that she could pay her bills with and she could go grocery shopping and structure, whatever she was going to do with it. Well, in real estate, there's no paychecks that come in and multiple, I mean, you can't count them on two hands. How many times we sat down and she was like, do you have any closings coming? And you knew when she asked that question, we were running out of money. And that was always like the fear, right? But, we didn't run out like completely. It was very minimal (laughs) at times, very minimal at times. And it was hard. It was hard. Um, but also for her to be like, yeah, go do it. It was like, all right, better not screw this up. Right. Like it was like, you know, gotta lose yourself. Right. You got, you got one shot, make it work. Um, And so, and we did, we had, I had three jobs at the time. Luckily for us, we were, we were fortunate enough at that time. Um, and still that she was employed at Kaiser. So I never had to worry about paying for benefits. I knew my family medically was going to be covered through her work. So I didn't have to worry about that portion. It was just like, can I put enough food on the table? Can I pay the rent? And that's really where it started. Um, and, and, and a check would come in to us and I would be like, okay, that will cover us for the next two and a half months or that would cover the next three months. And I knew I had from now till 90 days to get another one. And then it was like, so it kind of, that's how it kind of went for a while, right? But it was every like 90 days or it was every six months. I was like, man, we're out of money again? How does, right? How does this keep, you have to just keep, you have to learn to keep hunting and keep going and going and going. Um, it was brutal. It really, it really was brutal. Somebody who came from so much structure to then come into this, it was it was a lot of head buddy lot of, I say conversations to be gentle with it, but it wasn't. <laughs> it's very stressful. They weren't always good conversations, right? And uh, and that's just the way it was, you know? And I was very naive, very naive when I got into it, how easy it was gonna be to make a lot, like we are gonna be filthy rich by the time I'm 25 and I gotta work no more. And well, that's, that's not the case. But
2: that's how people outside of real estate think that it's easy mm-hmm. and realtors are rich and they just, they make all this money on houses and it's, and then you get into it and you're like, you work your butt off for everything that you get and it's not, it doesn't come easy. Nothing comes easy. So,
0: So all the financial stress. Meanwhile, you're working around the clock. So you guys aren't getting that much quality time together. And I know personally for me, when I don't have quality time in my relationship, there's a huge disconnect. And so I'm sure you guys felt that. How long do you think it was like that? And what did you do during that time to make sure that you guys kept that closeness? I think when you have that much stress and it's like life or death, you know, like this is, we just got to make it and get through
2: it. It was, you just push through. I, it was, it was definitely rough and we did not have money to go do anything. I mean, like we would try and catch a show. Like uh, we started watching Big Brother probably around that time. And, um, you know, like we'd have that date night watching TV late at night when the kids were asleep or, you know, it was like little things like that because it's just just make it one way or another. We got to make it.
1: And back then there was no, there was no guidance for us. Right. Um, we were the first ones in our friends group to do it. We we're the first ones to get married. We were the first ones to have kids. Um, and so we experienced all those things, not alone, but without seeing anybody else do it. And I could tell you for like, none of that changed date night connection, any of that changed until about three years ago. When I got my first coach, and he was like, "If what is the point of getting to the top of that mountain if you're there by yourself?" And to me, it was so eye opening. And I was like, "Well, it's not. Why am I doing it? If I can't take them with me, what is the point of this?" And so from then it became more important. Okay, we need to have date nights. We need to structure something to where we we don't disconnect. And still to this day, it's a challenge, right? We have with now three kids and they're older and they're busier and so your life literally is running around taking them places and you know doing their activities so it's it's still challenging to this day to do it but I didn't even I didn't even have that thought in my head like it was never even an idea to me to to structure our life to where we were always the forefront of it it was always like I just need to work and provide and everything else will be fine if I if I make enough money that will take care of it and it's not like, she wants to connect. She wants her husband, right? I can have all the money, but if I'm never around, what's the point? And it's the same thought as if I get to the top of the mountain by myself, what is the point? And then that's kind of like, all right, we need to grow. We need to do this together. Every aspect needs to be together. And then um, th- that kind of changed the mindset of it of it there. But I've still only gone on one vacation in 12 years without my laptop, so.
2: I was just thinking that. You're welcome.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah we literally- <laughs> literally yeah one vacation that he has not worked you need to do that again
0: (laughs) a couple people i think think he was a little stressed
2: on the vacation not having his laptop but you made it
1: it's it's it is hard and the business doesn't stop right this was this is 24 7 and you know and that's just that's the industry we chose
0: well they, they say when you're in real estate you want business, just go on vacation. Right, plan Your a trip. It starts ringing. <laughs> uh, and that's so true. It's nuts. It's yeah. always been busy when we go away. Always. Yeah, for So sure. you said something earlier or just a couple minutes ago about like just pushing through. That's all you did. And I think that's probably so relatable for so many people. And especially right now, we're going into a recession. The market's shifting. People are probably back in that. I mean, we live in a very expensive area where mm-hmm. people are in survival mode all the yeah. time anyway. But I'm sure it might be heightened right now. What advice would you guys give to couples who are kind of in that space right now, just trying to get through the day, just making it each day? Like, what are you doing for a relationship? I'm just trying to make it through the day today.
2: Right. Um, I think my best advice would be um, try to work on communication as much as humanly possible. And I it, that is still one of our hardest things, but it's something you have to keep working at. And, like, for example, um, like, turning off the phone or not looking. Like, sometimes peaches. I have to say. <laughs> this is not peaches. Oh, sorry. Um, you have to say, like, okay, I need you to actually look at me. Like, I need to tell you something. Or, you know, like, there needs to be almost a code word. Like, we, I really need your attention, and I need you to look at me. Because this I need to talk to you. Because it's hard. Like, you know, like, are you busy right now? He's always busy. He's always doing something. So, I have to be better. Like, I try, but I need to be better at that even now. But that's my best advice also. Keep doing that, working on communication and talking. And you need to say how you feel. Like, I need I need you to stop for a second and talk to me.
0: I've read that some families have, like, a charging station. And the rule is when mm-hmm. they come home at, like, 6 p.m. or 7 p.m., whatever it is, that kids and peaches. grown-ups. <laughs> he's uncomfortable if he's saying peaches.
2: <laughs> that's our code word. Yeah. <laughs> Which –
1: I'm going to go home to a charging station, Mari. Like, Give me your phone.
2: That would <laughs> never work in our house.
0: <laughs> but, oh, but the point I is, is that everyone gets home at a certain time and they put their phone on and they have quality time. So I will sometimes go upstairs and put my phone on the charger next to my nightstand as if I'm about to go to bed and then I come back downstairs. That's awesome.
1: That's why she doesn't respond to me. <laughs> okay. But if honestly, I'm working, Mari, you are too. <laughs> but
0: it's crazy. Like I challenge everyone to do that. I'm the happiest when I don't have my phone. I'm the happiest me when I don't have my phone.
1: I'll get the shakes. Like, it's, like it's, an it's an addiction. Like I will get the shakes, and that's bad. That's, yeah, that's that bad. is not. It's not a good place to be. But to answer your question, I think as we, we go into a time where it's th- a lot of uncertainty, right? The first thing that popped into my head was delete DoorDash off of your phone, and 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 there's a there's right there's a <laughs> save reason save money right <laughs> delete DoorDash because you have to you have to learn to scale things back. And the last place we wanna scale things back from is in my marketing, is in my lead generation, right? In these things that provide opportunities when I can eliminate outside costs to then not have to eliminate the business costs. And I can then put more into those and take advantage of agents that have decided that the market's tough, I better withdraw what I'm spending to sit on it. And I just, I have a different approach to that. It's like, I was talking to, I don't remember who it was yesterday. And I said, I think I'm, I'm gonna double down. Like I'm, I'm going to double down on the marketing and ad spend and what those kinds of things during that time so that when you come out of this, you have so much market share, you kind of rocket yourself, right? So it's two different thought process there. But um, communication is, is huge. And, and knowing your budget, knowing your structure of what your monthly costs are and things like that are huge. And I say that full disclosure, I have no idea what those numbers are. I am so uh-huh. fortunate that I have her, that she handles all of that and she hasn't asked me if I have a deal closing in years and I'm like all right we're doing something right now like we can go on a vacation and then she's not going to ask me on vacation if I have a deal closing And that's when I knew like all right we must be doing something right here yeah. but I think that the communication is a big part and really understanding your expenses and I and and if you have kids like this as we as we go through this next, whatever this time is going to bring us as far as recession or economic shift or whatever it's going to be. I'm taking my kids on that ride with us. And I've kind of opened up to the older ones. Like, listen, you know, things could be tough for a while. Um, the the free for all spending will have to stop. And, you know, like if you're hungry or mom is, is you know, not home for dinner and I'm not home or, or whatever the case may be, um, ordering out isn't going to be the option all the time. It, you know, find something in the house. There's plenty of things to eat here and to drink here. So find something in here without spending the money to get something from outside delivered to you. So they've never gone through anything like this, right? So I, I feel as a dad, it's part of my responsibilities to to share at an, an appropriate level for them. Like my son, I'll open up the books and let him see. I don't care. I want him to understand these things that you're not going to learn in school and how to manage and how to move. And, and he's starting, he's 15 now. So he's starting to work. He's starting to make money, things like that. And how do you manage it? And I had to tell him, like, your money is not for DoorDash. Like, that's a terrible use of your money. Imagine how hard you work for it and how easy it goes away on a cheeseburger. Like, ugh, there's just nothing there. So bringing them along for the journey, I think, really helps too. Um, and teaching them how to, to get through those down times or tough times.
0: From a couple's perspective, like Diana said communication, but these are the times when most people, I mean, the statistics are there. Mm-hmm. People are in this fight or flight mode and they are disconnected from their partner because both people, even though they're both working just as hard to keep the household going, they're disconnected and people find distractions in other people or they break up. So what advice would you give to, keep to people who wanna make sure that they keep their relationship strong and intact and they're with that person who's always gonna do the work and they don't let the stress of what's happening in the world kind of distract them from what's important? most people regret it, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, they do.
2: I think just remembering that your spouse isn't your enemy. Like, it's – and it's hard when you're in it and, like, life is coming at you. Um, like, we had an incident today with our middle one, and you want to pull your hair out. But – and you, you're – like, I, I'm telling Nick about it, and I'm, like, mad. But I'm not mad at him. Like, he's not my enemy. Like, we have to be a united front and uh, deal with the kids. And we also, like – we run the real estate business together so and that might not be the same for everybody else but if there is something like we kind of bounce things off of each other like if we're spending spending money or, or things need to be cut or even just on the business end of it like well this isn't working this isn't producing or or whatnot so we have a little more transparency there um and that helps i think because you're talking about all the finances not just personal but business also um that helps.
1: But I don't know. Two two questions that we ask each other frequently. How are you? And how are you really doing? I
0: was just going to say it how are you really? Yeah.
1: And and they're
0: always different,
2: of course. <laughs> what? Always a different answer.
1: Yeah. And and I think, you know, like allowing your spouse to 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 really tell you how they're doing allows you to understand more of what they're going through and how they're channeling things and how the pressures of whatever they're going through are affecting them. and then it just it it frees up conversation. and I had a I had a coach tell me one time that it's like it's a for them it's a once a week Saturday morning coffee kind of conversation. just it's a check-in. How are you really doing? And I think when you get to that point with your spouse, where you can have that open conversation and this is me failing at this miserably for a long time i am terrible at communicating i will not i would rather not talk to you for 60 days than tell you how i really feel for whatever reason that is maybe it's my childhood of like we just didn't do that we didn't communicate openly her she's always been very good at communicating very open uh, for me it's always been a challenge so having her like like really how are you doing and being being like okay i can actually tell her like i'm very stressed out I have this happening, or I lost a deal, or whatever whatever it is, right? <clears throat> like, she's not going to hate me for whatever answer I give her. And it's an it's a opportunity where you're free to be yourself 100% without your spouse, one, getting upset, or two, holding it against you later, or bringing it up when things aren't going well, right? You know, because there's nobody that knows how to push me to a crazy spot more than she does like she knows the buttons right and I know hers right of and that's course. you know part of being in a relationship but it's it's the the mindset to not use those against each other.
0: No and I think that's good if you can both agree to be vulnerable in that moment and actually say how you're feeling because it allows the other to feel more compassionate towards each other mm-hmm. um, because when we are stressed yeah I'm sure we all present behaviors that are very unpleasant Yes, and it allows you to say like, okay, that's why they're like that. It's yeah. not personal. And then you actually feel bad for them. Oh my gosh, I wish that they weren't like that as a result of these feelings yes. instead of being angry yeah. with them. So it- I think that's really, really important because whenever anyone's acting anyway, it's based on some sort of underlying feeling mm-hmm. and being able to understand that allows you to be more compassionate, which is yeah. to have a relationship last for 22 years. Compassion definitely has to be involved.
1: Yeah. <laughs> especially if you're with me yeah but and and to her she's a fixer so anytime i'm upset she wants to fix it right oh, i mean I,
0: she's not doing a very good job i know i know
1: I just, because she can't fix it because i'm not upset with her right it's like whatever happens you know it's not her fault i can't
0: i'm still
2: working on it i'm yeah. joking I right think no i know quite a bit of fixing <coughs> she like, no,
1: she's I done don't. she's done really really well um but but she would get she'd be like man i can't figure it out like how do i make him happy It's like, you can't tell my client to put that offer in that I told them they should have put in three days ago. Right. You have no control of that. But now I'm irritated or frustrated with that process and it comes out in you and then she wears it. It has nothing to do with her.
2: Well, and that's, I mean, and there's other jobs that are similar, but it's not Mm -hmm. a nine to five where I'm like, okay, I will deal with this at the office tomorrow morning at 9am. There's nothing I can do now. It's it's not like that. So you bring it home and you wear it and your family's affected by it. and, And those are struggles.
1: And learning to shut that off is hard too, right? To come home and just be like, okay, dad mode, husband mode, like how, you know, I've started, you know, times where I would sit on my front porch for like just five minutes before I go inside, just to breathe, collect myself, have a moment, recap the day mentally, kind of flush it, put it where it needs to be, and then go inside and be like, okay you know, imagine you walk into a house with three kids and three dogs, <laughs> like it's gonna be a little chaos happening, right? So if you expect to go home and just chill and have a glass of wine, it's not happening. 9,000 questions are coming your way. There's 14 pairs of shoes in the, on your way through the door, you know, <laughs> like it's just life, right? So it's, it's learning, learning that helped me as well, but her understanding that you, you can't fix it, right? You can't fix it and then being vulnerable
2: Trying to realize I can't fix everything. Yeah. It's hard. It is hard. That's hard. But this is
1: like a lot of therapy too. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we can talk about that later on if you want to, but.
0: Yeah, I, I, I actually think you both do an amazing job because if I walked into a house with three kids and three <laughs> dogs, I mean, you could give me like 20 cats and I'd be We have fine. two of
1: those. We only have two of those. Yeah. We <laughs> but you don't ever see them because we have three dogs.
0: The dogs and the
2: Kids being involved. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, my cats—they steal the sponges. You can't do the dishes. I—I I mean, they—they fit right in the circus I have. So,
1: <laughs> do cats really like sponges, or is it just they ours? They just like fucking with you. Ah, yeah, they're like, well, what are
0: they like? What if something goes missing? What will piss them off yeah, the most? And the they sponge go around the house hunting <laughs> yeah, for that. I'm like, and then they hide it? My sponge. See,
1: I knew the cat was taking my keys. Was <laughs> 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 it wasn't
0: me? Okay, uh, so twenty-two years of overcoming challenges. Mm-hmm. Growing together, growing separately, figuring out you can't fix each other. Each of you, if you could go back and do one thing differently, Mm. what would it be?
1: Mm. Go ahead. I I have to.
2: I'm. I'm pondering. In
1: 22 years, if I could do something differently, (laughs) one, I would have learned that Jack Daniels is terrible. (laughs) A lot younger.
2: It is terrible.
1: Um, yeah, for For, sure, would have taken that out of. For sure, would have taken that out of my life earlier, um, and I think if I could go back, I would learn. I would just, I would communicate more. I would, I would be okay being vulnerable at a much younger age, and understanding like that is literally my best friend, and I don't care what we go through; she's not leaving my side. And if you can grasp like like five percent of that concept, I think it puts you leaps and bounds ahead of a lot of people who get in to relationships or married couples where they, you know, like the private accounts, like my money, or this is our family money and then I have my own. Like that shit, I, I, it baffles me. Um, Any type of separation like that, it's like, I don't I don't get it. And that's just how I'm made. But I, if I can go back younger, I would just be super, like right away, I would tell like, listen, I'm jacked up and this is going to be a rough ride. <laughs> I love you. And I'm never leaving you. (laughs) Thank you
0: for being here.
1: But just hold on. This shit's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun.
0: That's really good advice. Because all of us are naturally very protective of ourselves. Especially Mm -hmm. if we've been through anything in the past that has made us feel like we need to protect ourselves. And we do it unknowingly. So, and you're right. Once you make that commitment, like, we are going to be together. Mm -hmm. As soon as you can actually accept that, everything becomes easier. And -hmm. and not only easier, but... Way better,
1: and because there's no choice at that point. Like, holy crap, we're going through this storm, but we know we're both going to come out of it because there's no other option.
0: And we're going to have each other.
1: And we're gonna, yeah, both of us will be there at the end of this ride. And learning that at 20, 22 years old, oh man, I'd probably be retired by now.
2: Mm -hmm. I think if I could go back, um, I think I would stress and worry less than I did. I think I made myself sick worrying about tomorrow. I think I would do less of that and enjoy life more. And I think, <laughs> why are you laughing? Because I
1: thought you were going to say I wasn't going to go to 7-Eleven that night. <laughs> 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 I would have fixed everything.
2: I think I would have taken more risks and probably yeah. been more encouraging of you taking more risks. Um, I think if we could have done things at 2022, 20, 24 mm-hmm. And not be scared. Mm -hmm. I I hate to say it, but we lived life very scared for a long time.
1: Yeah. And And that comes from that two-week paycheck, that comes from having the retirement plan, that comes from that pension, Mm -hmm. right? Just get there, get there, you'll be fine. But obviously, this business that we're in, there's no pension, there's no retirement, right? It's all you, whatever you get is what you earned. Mm -hmm. And that's how this industry works. Right. And And so, yeah, I wish we would have been better too and had some, you know, a portfolio of properties or taking some risks on business adventures or flips or whatever it may be that would...
2: Well, it's a mindset. Like, mm -hmm. and I think the pandemic actually, there were parts of it that were really good for us because we learned to pivot. I mean, pivot was our magic 2020 word. And we did a lot. And we thought outside the box and figured it out. And uh, I think that was the first time I was like, okay, we could do anything. And it shifted to okay, if we lost everything, guess what? We're going to wake up tomorrow and earn it all back. Like, let's go. Like, you know, and it's a different mindset. than, what are we going to do? We're going to be
0: destitute.
2: It's okay. Well, we just, did it before. We'll do it again.
0: Yeah. And honestly, mindset is huge. I know that's like a common theme all over the world today. Yeah. But even like the, when earlier, when you were saying she can't help that this client is upset Right. or whatever's happening or this deal might go to shit. But if you just actually think in your mind, Worst thing that can happen. Right. Deal gets canceled. I lose a client. Right. Who yeah. fucking cares? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's right. not worth your health. It's not worth the stress. You right. know, you're putting, if you know you're putting your best foot forward, of course. if you're doing saying, the right thing. care about right. it. Yeah. But there's some things that are completely out of your control. That's yes. not worth the stress. And there was even just an agent in here and she was saying, But what if the deal, what if this, ha- what if, um, what if they want to cancel? I was like, Then you're going to have to get through it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. You can't. What do you mean? right. You can't be controlled by other people's decisions, right? Especially they're going to make them regardless of what you think.
0: Yes. And you might as well just if if they're actually going to cancel, let them cancel yeah. and figure it out yeah. rather than drawing out the inevitable. Yeah. yeah. It's hard though to not have expectations
2: of other people in your life. Like even family and friends, um, you know, even in this business, like we've had friends use other realtors or, you know, they'll get advice from someone else or come to you for advice and then still use someone else. And And having to navigate, (laughs) you know, we've had family do that. It's, you know, for us, it's, but it's, we don't know their perception. We don't know the way that they look at it. And it's not really for us to know. And really, are those deals going to make or break us? No, they're not. You know, like- Okay, we don't need your money anyway. Like, and thanks. it
0: stings a little, but like at the end of the day, your family and friends are not responsible for paying your bills.
2: They are not.
0: And so you have to look. They it are not. Like that. You
2: just want them to trust you, and I get, th- I get that. And but, you know, it's.
0: So I think any time I've had a friend or family use a different realtor, like you said, they always come to you, and I end up helping them like every single day of the entire transaction, mm-hmm. and I do it happily with a smile on my face. You're a better person than me. Not only do they see, like, wow, yeah, I chose the wrong person. Right. And then they refer everyone else to me. Uh-huh. They'll say, don't use this person. Mari actually helped me the whole time. Yeah. So, and right. that's, we're in the business of helping people, so I don't mind sharing my skills and knowledge. But if you can learn to just let that sting sting for just, like, two seconds. Yeah. and then And then, in yeah. your mind, let it go. Yeah. offer the world what you have to offer i really Mm -hmm. feel like it pays off yeah
2: and having you know lowering your expectations of other people around you and that's an except your spouse right like this is my best friend and my ride or die like we got this together like we don't need we want people in our lives but like okay it's
0: it's your loss and
2: we 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 got this we can do it it's fine we'll be fine
0: and this might sound really bad but it makes me actually feel bad for people because a lot of the time it'll be like well i wanted to use you but my husband's mom said we had to use for a mm-hmm. sister this. And I'm like, wow, you weak little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I Does s- your
1: mom pick your date nights too?
0: <laughs> I'm just like, I've yeah. never been one to ever let anybody else change my mind or not do the research to make the best decision, especially with a huge financial decision. It, it is Never in a million years right. would I let someone else choose my realtor yeah. prior to being in real estate. Right. I would have done the research, mm-hmm. asked the questions. And if, my significant other's mom told me to use somebody else. I'd tell them, you can use them for your house and I'm gonna use my realtor for my house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it also makes me- I just f- wanna
1: know how that interview process would go. Now I'm like, that would be awesome if Mari was like, all right, sit down. You wanna <laughs> be my agent? Oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> Why well, do that for people now? When I yep. go on listing appointments, they say, okay, well we're interviewing a couple other realtors and I say, okay, I'll email you a list of questions you can ask them.
1: Ah, nice, good, yeah.
0: So Love it. anyway, I don't even know how we got on that tangent. I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was not having expectations of people. Oh, Outside yeah. of your relationship, like just. You
2: know, yeah, yeah. If you, if you use another agent, we'd have a serious problem. Right. I'm so definitely not me. using yeah. another agent. <laughs> She's, you
1: can call Mar- him <laughs> like, I can't work with
2: him. I'm gonna be like, let me tell you the interview questions <laughs> for him. <laughs> I actually have to say, from selling and buying houses, be married. Be careful. Is, are we peaches again?
1: No, no. I just I don't know what you're about to say.
2: It's say um. It. It's <laughs> hardest being married to your realtor because I think there's the expectation. See that. My favorite word of the day: expectation. That he know that I know what's happening, and I'm like, "Wait, no, you have s- to tell me." No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 no, no. no.
1: There's Diana
0: s- was calling me the whole time. <laughs> Your transaction. I <laughs> was explaining. tell me what's happening. Okay,
1: time out. Time out. Peaches. There's a, no, no, no. That's fine because now we're gonna get into something good because there's an expectation from my end. That you have enough trust and belief in me to know that I'm going to be okay, that I'm going to handle this the right way, that I'm going to get you to where you want to get to, and you're yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't handle that transaction as if you were a client. I handled that transaction as if you were my spouse, and and I'm going to drive this bus to where we need to go, and when we get there, you're going to be happy. But
2: are you getting of, a little feisty? No, no, no.
1: But part of my expectation was like, get in. <laughs> sit down and we're going to go. Yeah. I got it. My, in reality, it should have been, Hey babe, sit down. Let me explain this to you. So you can go on this journey with me. Right. Looking back on it. And that was only six, eight months ago.
2: And I'm really nosy. So. One
0: she manages the books. Also true. Also so, true. It's so hard because me. she manages the books. Diego and I, mm-hmm. I manage the books and I do the real estate. So I'm like email sign in your inbox now. And he's like, dink. Yeah. You know, he is not as invested as she is because he's like, yeah. Well, imagine if it were the other way around. You wouldn't even ask her one question. You'd be like, "When are we moving in?"
1: Right, <laughs> right. And then she's like, "Wait, how much are we spending?" Right. She's like, yeah. I don't know. We're gonna spend whatever we have to get what we want. That's what I thought we were doing.
0: Well, how much are we making on our house? Yeah. Too? Exactly. Exactly. See, I had questions. See.
1: But we did it. We did the whole we move. Didn't it didn't touch our savings account. Just, just so you guys know. Yeah. There. No,
0: that is honestly a yeah. huge success. Yeah. That is a huge success.
1: We upgraded big time and didn't touch our own money. We used it all in real estate. So if you're on the fence, now's a Great time to get off of it, and call me. No, that
2: was the best, like the best time, best decision. Yeah, we're so happy now,
0: and yeah, you guys did that while everyone else was, well, not everyone else, but many people in the world were scared to do anything in real estate. Yeah,
1: that's where my interest rate starts with the two.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't rub it in. I feel like it's a little like salt in that. That
1: one, that one was. It does. Well, especially now. But no, (laughs) that was that was luck of timing.
0: So I consider 22 years together to be a huge, huge success. Me too. How much longer do we go? Thank you. I admire you guys. (laughs) How long is this
1: contract? What's the warranty?
0: Forever. (laughs) But there's always room to improve. And like you said, like how much longer can we do this? Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any plans for your future of ways you're going to work on your marriage or make your marriage better or give each other more time or do something for the other? Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My, none of that's coming out into the microphone. What it I was has thinking to, No, was no, here. no, no, no. That was that was that was not for the podcast. It was no. peaches. It was definitely peaches. <laughs> peaches. Yes. Okay. Got it was it. definitely peaches. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. You can you can answer. Uh, what, are, what are we going to do? This what? How well, the hell are we going to keep on this ride?
2: Well, let's finish raising these kids and uh, animals and all the stuff. And you know, I think growing and still working on our communication and just knowing that we're two imperfect people just trying to love each other the best we can, even though we suck at it a lot of the time. I mean, we love each other well, but you know, are there any tools
0: that you've used or books that you've read that have mm-hmm. helped with that communication mm-hmm. piece? Oh Cause gosh. I know that yes. communication is not something you can just instantly be like, I'm better at it now.
1: No, it's, it's definitely a decision. Like, this might not come out right, but I'm going to say it. This might hurt your feelings, but I'm going to say it. And I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. And I think for us, for me personally, it's about surrounding yourself with people who can help you along the way. And I'm a firm believer that people come in and out of your life for reasons. Um, I've mentioned coaching a few times. Like that was tremendous in my life. Those, the last, three years that I had my coach, he took me to places I didn't know I could get to um, on our relationship. And it was always about that balance of having it all together, right? Like I think here is a great place work-wise because I could come into here and we can work, but I could also be like, Hey Mar, this is what we're doing. Like she's not happy with me. And Mari always says, just give her a hug. (laughs) Anytime she's mad at you, give her a hug because that's really, even though she's not saying it, when we're upset as people, we want someone to give us a hug. You want to so be just, held. Just even give though it, you're exact, putting
0: up that tough person yeah. exterior, exactly. you really just want to be like held. You want to be held. And so having it people. It not feel good when you're upset because not doesn't feel good. It's inside. not
1: right. Yeah, exactly. And so having people like that um, to help you and not Tribe. being scared to get help. Like we've been together a long time. Yeah, we're definitely the longest tenured relationship in a lot of our groups. and And it's expanded beyond that high school group, right? And now friends and families that we've, joined and become really tight with from, you know, from our kids and their sports and things like that. A lot of those parents have not been married as long as we have. And a lot of them are on their second marriage and a lot of them have mixed families. Right. And you look at that and you're like, I don't, I don't want to have to call somebody else to see if I can have my kids. Right. I don't want to have to schedule my vacations around a weekend that I have them. And, and when you see those kinds of things, I think it makes you fight harder for what you do have. And honestly, when, you can have me as your spouse. Like, what the hell oh else my do you gosh, want in the world? peaches, peaches.
2: <laughs> no, I think uh, the tribe is so important. The tribe is important because, like, they can talk you off a cliff. <clears throat> and you know, it's such, a, it's ironic, but this too shall pass. Sometimes you just have to keep saying it over in your head because it could, like, you could have a horrible fight and, like, you just are not on the same page. And you know, I don't like you right now. I love you, but I don't like you. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. It, but knowing next week. I will love you and like you again, and it'll be fine.
1: That's a good week.
2: Uh, (laughs) But, you know, I think we rush to, like, you know, the bitterness, and then you're, like, too proud to, like, you know, say that you messed up. But, I mean, like, some people, like, you can see, like, their arguments will go on a long time, or, you know, they really struggle, and, it's like, okay, this too shall pass. Um, And your tribe is super important. And I feel like my favorite book that we've done together was The Love Love Languages. I know. It really helped during, like, really hard times in those 22 years. And um, I highly recommend. Loved it. Yeah. And even for people who may have
0: already read it and you thought it wasn't helpful, try reading it again. Because yeah. the first time I read it and I was like, this is stupid. The second time I read it, I was like, oh, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> right. In you did, know. In
1: the, in the season that you're in, your yeah. helps. And it can
0: change. Yep. And it can and change. And it can change.
2: So that's, I mean. It's what did we do? Learning. We did fireproof? Oh, we did fireproof we fire, so that was also really yeah, good. Yeah, fireproof
1: your marriage, that was mm-hmm. good for us. Also really good. Um that was that was a good portion and I just I I feel like for us it's we're we grew up together, right? Like there's so many stories that we have and times that we have I don't think either one of us would ever want to start that over again. And it's just not worth it because you've built something so amazing that yeah, even though you're going through a shitstorm at some point, or you want to, can't stand your spouse, or what are, you said you don't like you, maybe <laughs> you hate them for a while, right? But that too shall pass, and you will you will learn to love them again. And and one of the biggest things I learned on loving my spouse was not to love her as I want to be loved, but I need to love her as she wants to be loved. And it's our love languages are different, and learning those and Very understand.
0: Different. <laughs> Which is, I think that's typical. I think
1: it is too, right? And it's like... I, For
0: all the people who have the same love language, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Better high five Can't your even spouse. How right? those <laughs> yeah, are going. They're
1: amazing.
2: <laughs> and you need to remember love is a choice. Like you have to get up and like a make a choice love your spouse like it's yeah. not easy like when they say like oh I don't love you I, I'm not in love with you anymore well you that's a short tr- like
1: you're choosing not yeah. to love yeah me like you. love
2: is not it's not like that it doesn't work that way like you have to put time and effort and energy into it and if you loved them once then you can love them again
0: so. yes and I think being in a relationship for this long even my relationship's only been six years but you see that go down when you see it come back you're like that's fucking amazing yeah right That's like when you're like, like, okay, we're back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're back. Like, I can't, like you said, if you love them once, you can love them again. And when it comes back, you're like, oh my gosh, I really can. Like I thought it was gone. And so I think once that happens the first time you're like, all right, let's do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And you can, you know, okay, we can make it through it. Like, you know, that feeling again, right? It's reignited
0: in you. Yeah. And
2: life's peaks and valleys. It would be so boring if it was just a desert road, you know, it's, I mean, I think I'd be pretty happy. (laughs)
0: Road. <laughs> like on a would beach. you
2: though? Yeah, I would. It's Death Valley. It's not. Yeah, that if fine. she if she had a beach, as
1: long as, long it, as I was like just gonna just say, little kitten just hopping off the side she, of
0: the road every <laughs> once in a while,
2: I'd be good. I have like a video game. As long like, as she had her, her,
1: her canned food in her car <laughs> to feed the cats, she'd be fine.
2: <laughs> it's a dry end. no, no, because the mountaintop is great. It is. That's true. The mountaintop.
1: The mountaintop is great, but I don't think you. I don't think you ever get there. I don't think you ever get to the top. And if you do, I don't think I ever want to get to the top. Like I would just want to, as my as my girl Miley always said, okay. "It's the climb." <laughs> right? It's just about it's about that process and the climb and growing together. Okay. And then breaking shit and doing top it. Top
2: question: How many times have you put song references into this podcast? Just
1: two. You guys missed the first no, one. No,
2: I
0: didn't. Caught it.
1: Oh, <laughs> I think just two. Eminem. Uh, oh no, three. I forgot about him. Uh-huh. Sorry. All
0: right. Good job. All Just right, three. happy wife, happy lifetime. Yes, time. Uh, why Diana is the absolute best. And if you forget anything, I will not
1: pinch me. <laughs> um, how long does this segment last to explain? No, it
0: has to be short. Okay, this needs okay. to be more of a challenge. Like a challenge. Two minutes.
1: Happy wife, happy life. Um, what makes her the best? Uh, it's yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot that makes her the best. But I think her heart is so pure that it allows other people to come into her life and to lean on her for strength when they need strength and knowing her story and knowing her her life and then to see her in a place where people come to her when they need help, like, my girl like you know i'm saying i don't know i that's a tough question because there's so many things but i think if i had never done it would be that's one of the things that makes her truly amazing i mean she's a phenomenal mom right she she makes sure the kids are so well taken care of like she's a great wife she's a good daughter like all of those things are there and her heart is just pure i can't i'm not gonna look at her
0: I'll just add a couple of things in. She's prepared for everything. Okay. All the time. For
1: real. For <laughs> real. How about a couple of weeks ago when the kid broke his arm at the soccer game? She's did just you pull sitting a there. Out? Did no, you pull out the materials no. and wrap Who up? in the cast? Did, no, but uh, there's two soccer teams there. Who do you think they called on? Her. And she's yelling, somebody give me some sticks. Like She's going to make the cast. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just who she is. She's like, get the ambulance here, right? Like, like she takes full control of the scenario. Doesn't know the kid at all. And and I I wasn't there, but his parents weren't there. Poor kid breaks his arm, and his parents aren't even there. So now she's now she's mom. She's nurse. She's mom. She has got the paramedics coming. She's telling the soccer coaches how to act, what to do. Like, and and you're right. She has everything. There's they call her the the snack lady on every team we're on. If snacks and first aids, and if we were ever to go on a road trip. And our car to break down <laughs> we're good for at least two weeks right in that car we don't need anything two weeks she probably got a wi-fi for me so i could work she's got a hot spot and everything you need to live for two weeks Snacks.
0: So. and then the other I'm thing i'm gonna add about her yes. is that she like she said love is a choice but she really makes the effort more than most people that i've ever seen in relationships and I'll be like, God, you're amazing! I can't believe you do that. Oh my god! And she'll be like, No, I had to try really hard. I didn't want to do that, but I put so much effort <laughs> into trying. And I'm like, Good job! Like, note to self: fucking try.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> sell. I should write that one down. <laughs> like, and that is huge. That is honestly what keeps a relationship going for 22 years is someone willing to put the effort in. So it that is a lot of I effort. It is a lot of effort. Friend, love you. Mm.
1: Did you I mean, wanna, I love you too, babe. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Did Maybe. I just get I you're invited? so
2: sweet. I feel like I need to come back if you're just going to keep giving me accolades.
0: Well, this is how he is when you're not around. He what? only puts up that tough exterior we were talking about this whole time on the podcast when he's with you. When he's not with you, he's like, oh, It's crazy.
1: It's weird. Amazing. Right? It's so bad. It's, and, it, and it's just from that I remember Dan, like, why
0: is she the best? He's like, she's the best.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I do say that a lot. You're uh, so
0: cute. All right, I let's flip it because yeah. I can't just do happy wife happy like right? Nick was complaining about that earlier. So why is Nick the absolute best? Oh my gosh. Um, I think... Other than his singing all day, every day, mm. dancing.
2: You know, I he just... He's the glass half full, like to my... But why? And my million questions. I mean, there's so many things really, but... And he it's okay. Also, we have plenty of time. <laughs> he really, no matter what, even through my complaining... Um, he wants to take care, like, he innately wants to take care of me and the kids, like, to provide and protect and, and all of the things that I really admire about him as a man, and and he makes me laugh all the time, which is my favorite thing about him, is I laugh all the time.
0: Yeah, because if you can't <laughs> laugh all day long, you'll cry all day long, so. Right? The laughing I <laughs> want to laugh That's all quite a long. choice in life. <laughs>
1: Just thought I was because I was funny. Yeah. That's
0: what I'm saying. It makes the hard times. If you're laughing through the hard times, it yeah. helps
2: a lot. And he's okay. confident in me, and that's uh, and that makes a huge difference. Superwoman, our, who isn't confident. Oh my god. He's. I mean, it is like we actually another kid that had broke his arm or his wrist. Like oh, baseball, that's
1: right. She ran out of the baseball and, field. Well,
2: only because he's like. Elaine, Elaine, oh yeah, Elaine. I ran out of the dugout like, calling ooh, her. Ooh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, 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 I'm coming. <laughs>
1: I took one peek and I was like, <laughs> I was gonna throw up, And I'm like, that 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 shit's not supposed to be that way.
2: <laughs> You're Elaine, go like and that's that.
1: what I call her is Elaine, and she came around the field and it's like, and his parents weren't there either. His
2: parents weren't there either.
1: More sticks, give me sticks, this give me. This <laughs> is She's like, you. She sent this dad. You go to the gas station. I need I like. She wanted to like. She's not a nurse. Like, what the heck? Yeah, she went into nurse mode.
2: Well, I mean, I do go to codes, so there's that.
1: Yeah, so, but anyway, back to me.
2: Yeah, I'm only a heart nurse.
1: <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> yeah. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel like that was a lot. It, it was enough.
1: It'll suffice for today.
0: Well, thank you both for being here. I <gasps> yeah. know thank that you. being in a relationship with a realtor can be very challenging.
1: Also so. very rewarding.
0: Yes, I know. I shouldn't make it sound so
2: negative. We all, like, he can pick up the kids and take them to practice and go back to work. And there's flexibility that I would not um, like to do without now, knowing what we know.
1: It's very rewarding (laughs) uh, now. Yeah. It is. You know, to be able to take them places and do things. My kids are doing things that I've never done before. I'm experiencing things for the first time with them. And that part to me is probably my favorite. Um, for those memories that we'll have forever.
2: Yeah. Sorry. I had to throw in a positive. That is cool.
1: Yeah. Real estate is awesome. Being a spouse of a realtor, I don't know how awesome that role is, but...
2: If you need help, call me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, thanks for coming today. Thank you for having us. always love talking to you guys.
1: Mm, You're more than welcome.
0: At least you could laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you're listening from.
1: Hey, it's me, Ryan Evanson. Make sure you check out my podcast episode on Million Dollar Listening with Mari Wines and E3 Realty.